0: Dave and Dujanovic a new conversation. All right, here we go on KSL News Radio, one hundred two point seven FM at eleven sixty AM.
1: Good morning, I'm Debbie Dujanovic, from the University of Utah. This time it will be about defending my own record. We're going to lay out the contrast tonight, and it's on. This
0: is Dave and Dujanovic special coverage of Utah's vice presidential debate on KSL News Radio, one hundred two point seven FM at eleven sixty AM.
1: I'm just a little too excited about this debate tonight i'm deputy janovic along with dave noriega we are at vp debate central uh, just a little ways away from kingsbury hall where we we're eagerly anticipating tonight's vice presidential debate
2: yeah we're so excited about it because normally this is the one we ignore This is the one we sleep through. Oh, was that last night? That is not what's going on right now. And there's so many things that we're fascinated to see. The number one thing for me, let me tell you, I want to know, are they out for blood? Because this is what we saw in the first presidential debate. Is the vice presidential debate going to be different I hope not. I hope they're not out for blood. That's my fingers crossed, Deb.
1: You want to actually hear what the other candidate has to say about the issues.
2: And here's the novel concept, uninterrupted. (laughs) Let's let's just try it. Let's see what it feels like. Here's what
1: I'm watching for tonight. My number one thing I'm watching for tonight. Vice President Pence is in a very awkward position with COVID-19. I want to see how he addresses this issue. That, in my view, the Trump administration has taught Americans how to catch COVID-19. And there's this other very important looming question for me and my family. And I'm sure a lot of Utahns and Americans feel the same way because this is a nationally televised debate. When will there be a vaccine? Give us a more definitive timeline. And how will it be administered? Who gets it first? I want to know specific plans not as Boyd Matheson talks about sweeping generalities. Dave and I have wall to wall coverage today. We're live here all morning long at the University of Utah. The entire team, at KSL News Radio, live throughout the day, will be carrying tonight's debate live. I'm so excited. You know, we're learning so much new information, uh, last minute decisions that have been made leading up to tonight's debate. And what we didn't know was going on behind the scenes yesterday, actually, when we were on the show. All day yesterday, the Debate Commission and both campaigns. Payne's Day, we're negotiating the use of plexiglass.
2: Why did we not invest in plexiglass? <laughs> Deb, we knew about this. Oh, its I cannot believe it took an entire day to negotiate plexiglass. <laughs> we thought it was a done deal, but there were reports that they were just meeting about it all day we'll dive into that plus getting a live report from mary richards to tell us more about what she's seeing she's right near the debate venue i mean we're right near the debate venue but like mary's there
1: reading the new york times uh we got uh, more perspective on plexiglass um it will be used uh plexiglass dividers um as a safety measure uh It was a request from the Biden-Harris campaign. But Tuesday, which was yesterday when you and I were on the air talking about all of the safety protocols, Vice President Pence's chief of staff uh, said he didn't want the vice president to be seen on national television behind plexiglass. Look. The secretary at KSL News Radio is sitting behind plexiglass. Dave, um, I don't think we're too worried as Americans about seeing the vice president um, behind plexiglass. Well, our,
2: our secretary also interacts with people two or three feet away. Biden uh, or uh, Pence and Harris—they're going to be twelve, thirteen feet away. That is. That's a waste. I mean, you and I are probably closer than the 13 feet uh, that they're going to be spaced apart. So plexiglass is a huge deal. Is that the difference maker? Is that what's going to make this a a safe debate? I don't know. That's debatable. But uh, I look at it, and I think practically speaking, and if anyone's ever been to Cafe Rio, you know that talking through plexiglass is hard. It's hard to hear. It's hard to communicate. It's hard to have that conversation. So, practically speaking, how are these candidates going to engage if they're missing words? So, anyway, it doesn't really matter because the plexiglass is there.
1: Mary Richards of KSL News Radio, first reporter at the media center this morning. Mary, you got there at four a.m. She's joining us live. Set the scene for us. Is it a buzz with uh, journalists yet, Mary?
3: Oh, yeah, it's getting a lot busier here, and they have debate bingo here for us that they're just setting up, so I'm excited about that. But I won't be here this evening to play. I'll play from home. I'll listen to KSL Radio. So this is a huge tent, big white tent they've set up on kind of that grass circle and president circle, you know? And so I just look out the window, and there's Kingsbury Hall, and she is beautiful beautiful red white and blue huge banners i mean they are just trying to make this look gorgeous for the debate tonight uh more reporters here now i've met some from usa today they know the moderator susan page they would not tell me the question she will ask they don't know either uh met some from cnn uh just a spanish language channel lots of folks starting to come and file in just as
2: we are trying to drive up i noticed there is some serious security obviously what are you seeing (laughs)
3: Oh, yeah. To get here, I had to park in one spot, shuttle to another, then go through Secret Service, and those guys are amazing and intimidating and they and do serious. a great, thorough job. <laughs> so I have this green wristband and if you don't have one of these, you can't come through. I got a COVID test yesterday uh, and I'm wearing their special face mask they only wanted and that's it's so secure in this perimeter. There are so many gates and fences and a couple you know, intimidating dogs kind of going around. So yeah, this is super locked down.
1: Mary, uh, I have to tell you, I want your take on this. I I am actually excited that We are able to uh, safely, and hopefully it all turns out to be a safe event for everybody, but safely host the only vice presidential debate that Americans and the entire world will be able to witness tonight at 7 p.m. our time.
3: Oh, yeah. And there was so much worry that this might all of a sudden be canceled because of the pandemic or other reasons. They'd been planning it for a year. They'd hoped for these big viewing parties for students, you know, seeing this big scene of this excited, energetic campus. That's not happening. The, the audience will be a lot smaller tonight. And it's just completely locked down. People are very wary of each other, even though we've all had COVID tests. There's just a lot of. You know, checking and double-checking, but I still feel that from the University of Utah volunteers. They are so happy to be helping, happy it's going to showcase their university, and that it's going to happen.
2: Mary Richards, thank you so much for joining us, and Debbie, it'll be interesting for me to see what the audience is like. You know, with all these college students, is it going to be rowdy? It's going to be hard not to keep uh, you know keep them uh, from cheering.
1: And I'm just hearing from our very own Lee Lonsberry of Live Mike, and he tells me he has two students, uh, two University of U students, uh, on live today on his show. Of course, he's on every day here on KSL News Radio from twelve thirty to three. They want a golden ticket, a golden ticket to see <laughs> tonight's debate live and in person. So you got to stick around to hear their take on tonight's big event. Straight ahead, oh nine hours and 45 minutes and counting from the vice presidential debate in Salt Lake City at the University of Utah. Next, Dave and I are taking you live inside the security perimeter to talk to our very own Boyd Matheson. He's got his own special ticket inside that perimeter. We're going to ask him two questions. What does Vice President Pence have to say to win back votes? And what does Senator Harris have to say tonight to win over votes?
0: Dave and DeGeneres. Your voice, your vote. Utah's vice presidential debate. Special coverage with David Dujanovic.
1: Dave and I are live right now at the University of Utah. We're at Media Central. Broadcasting, surrounded by red, white, and blue. A big 2020 vice presidential debate campaign sign uh it's been an amazing experience so far this morning and we are so excited for our live broadcast throughout the day here right up until the debate tonight and then we're going to have uh that carry we're going to carry that live and we're going to have an after show as well
2: this surprises me a little bit debbie in the sense that it's moving Like it's patriotic. This is fun. This is exciting. It's exhilarating. I hope the two candidates don't crush all of my patriotic love and dreams in this debate.
1: It does feel very american right now at the university of utah we know the candidates will be 13 feet apart we are still in a pandemic we now know that the plexiglass will separate them there was some controversy over that yesterday that's been put to rest there will be plexiglass and we also learned yesterday dave i don't think there's going to be a mute button on the microphones tonight if the candidates overtalk and interrupt each other
2: boo <laughs> we've been wanting. We need them, but we're not going to get them. Uh, fingers crossed for the next presidential debate. See if they can figure out that new technology. Uh, anyway, there's a few things we don't know, and we're going to dive into over the next uh, couple hours. Uh, we don't know the topics the moderators are going to focus on. I want to talk to Boyd Matheson of Inside Sources to ask, what does Vice President Pence have to do to gain ground? Because the president, uh, he and the president are obviously down in the polls. And what does Senator Harris have to do to win over the American people.
1: I was thinking about tonight's debate and putting it into the broader context. This is not a Salt Lake City debate. This is not a Utah debate, although we are very proud to be hosting it. This is a national debate Uh, Americans will be watching hyper focused with this kind of unusual time uh, surrounding this particular debate we've got a situation involving the economic economic stimulus talks that got cut off last night by the president then we then I think he came out late last night and said he did support you know a $1,200 stimulus check to Americans we've got the president recovering from COVID now we've got several members of the Joint Chiefs of Staff quarantined because one of them had COVID at a meeting. We've got an outbreak at the White House. And here we have uh, the challenger, Joe Biden, widening his lead in the polls.
2: Such a wild time. Uh, And then I heard this from Senator Harris. Let me play this soundbite. Prepared for a barrage of lies.
1: I guess the biggest thing, just to be candid with you, is to be prepared for what is, I think, very likely to be a series of Untruths.
0: And Vice President Mike Pence has said he's ready to take on the former prosecutor. I think she is a a skilled debater, uh,
2: but I can't wait to get to Salt Lake City and be on the stage with her. There's a few things that really stood out to me. Uh, The first thing, when Senator Harris said, just be prepared for the untruths. I hate the incredible ease in which we call people liars right now. Those are usually fighting words. You call me a liar, but we do it so easily right now. I do not want to see a bloodbath tonight. I don't want to see the Red Wedding. I want them to be focused. I want to hear your plan. I don't want to hear your list of critiques. I want to hear your plan.
3: Boyd
1: Matheson of Inside Sources, will Dave Noriega get his wish? (laughs) I think
0: he'll get uh, part of his wish uh, tonight. (laughs) I don't think he get a full granting of your wish today, Dave, Uh, but I do think that both of these candidates, Uh, No, they're they're coming in. And and Debbie, you you frame this up nicely in terms of who the audience is tonight. Uh, And while it is hosted here, there's lots of great examples here of what's working in the state of Utah. Uh, It is a national audience, but it is a focused audience. This is one of the rare times where the vice presidential candidates are going to focus on the undecided voters. The top of the ticket has secured the base. Joe Biden's done that for the base of the Democratic Party. Uh, you've got President Trump securing the base of the Republican Party. And now you've got the independent voters, the undecided voters, and what we always refer to as the movable middle voters from the center left to center right. That's the audience tonight. And those folks do not want a shouting match. As you said, Dave, they don't want to hear a list of critiques or zingers or one liners uh, targeting uh, the other the opponent. Uh, They want real issues. They want principles. They want policies. And they want to know, above all, what is this going to do for me, my family, and my community? Whichever candidate gets to that space first wins the night.
2: What does Vice President Pence have to do to gain back some ground?
0: I I think uh, the, the role for the Vice President tonight is to just be reassuring in terms of Look, we had a an economy that was going really well before uh, coronavirus set in, uh, that the, the policies of the Trump administration were fostering jobs and growth and a lot of great entrepreneurship around the country. Um, and so I think he's got to kind of stay in that lane uh, in terms of being successful. She She will certainly fire some shots at President Trump. And it will be interesting to see if he responds in the way he did in 2016 when Tim Kaine, I mean, you want to talk about an interrupter in chief, It was, Tim Kaine did that uh, six ways to Sunday in 2016, and the vice president did a really nice job of just kind of... Jousting and parrying with those and letting a lot of them just slide by and then pivoting back to principle and policy. So he, he will have to defend a little bit today. But I think more important for the vice president is to lean in to what is working and what can work next uh, in terms of the future of the country.
1: CNN uh, putting uh Biden's um, campaign ahead of the Trump campaign by 16 points this morning, Boyd. So what does Senator Harris have to do to continue to win over the American people? And, and I'll just boil it down and be real candid, not blow it uh, at this point.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and usually the uh, the rule for a vice presidential debate is the sort of the medical professions uh, do no harm. Right. Uh, that's usually the case. Exactly. I actually, think, <laughs> I, I actually think, though, that Senator Harris actually has some work to do. Uh, this is an unprecedented vice presidential debate with both of the top of the ticket folks, uh, 73 or greater, 77 for Joe Biden. Uh, and so... Kamala Harris today has to show the American people that they can see her in the Oval Office. She has to clear the bar of, okay, even if the worst happened, um, she, could, she can do the job. She's a heartbeat away from the presidency. Uh, she has to prove that she can do that. Uh, she has to prove that uh, she can not only support uh, Joe Biden in terms of his agenda, but that she has some things of her own that she has some substance, and she does this incredibly well. By the way, she's a great not just a great prosecutor. She had some really great moments uh, during the Democratic debates for uh, the candidacy earlier this year, where she really showed that human side, that personal side. She has a very rich personal story, and uh, so she's got to connect on a number of levels today uh, if she wants the American people to say. Okay, I wasn't quite sure about Joe Biden, but if Kamala Harris is in the wings and in the room, uh, then I can vote for that ticket. So I think that's her job to do today.
2: Boyd Matheson, thank you so much calling from inside the perimeter. It's not easy to get inside the perimeter, Debbie. So, uh, but we've got a couple,
1: <laughs> and he will of course be live with his show uh, at eleven o'clock today, uh, right here on KSL News Radio.